Nutrition. This is Taste Life Nutrition Radio, and I need to do my job here. Up. Things I'm supposed to do that I always forget to do. All right. So thank you for being here. Today's Taste Life Nutrition Radio streaming live, of course, on KUHSDenver.com, where we bring in some of the most amazing people I've ever met, and now you know, which is awesome. So what are we about? What are we about? We are about health. We're about wellness. And we're about truth in health and wellness. I got a weird button here. Okay. Sorry, guys. All right. I don't know what to do with it. Anyway, so we want to bring to you uh, the best that we can when it comes to health and wellness and the truth in health and wellness. I'm being repetitive. Stop right there. <laughs> We're running late, and so I get a little verklempt. Um, so there's so much out there that, you know, so much goodness out there that people have to offer and people have to bring to our world and to to our daily lives, uh, depending on what we're dealing with. And right, so mental and emotional health, physical health, spiritual health, uh, mindset, relational health, financial health, all of these things are really important to to building and creating the most optimal life that we can. And so my goal is to bring to you those who are both in the conventional and those who are not in the conventional. Um, because I think it's important to know the options that we have, the people who are out there who are here to, to build you up, to build me up, to help us grow, and to help us create, whether it's creating our life, creating our business, are or creating little babies. We've been talking a lot about that recently. So um, as you well know, Soulful Conception is uh, coming to fruition very soon, which is where we do preconception care and planning and, and, and impacting our own lives, but impacting generations to come. But today we're gonna talk about some really cool stuff because what we also know is that sometimes conception can be hard and it's not necessarily fun. It can be really, really frustrating and really scary and can really start to bring you down, which what does that do? Creates more frustration, more stress, more fatigue, and is harder and harder and harder on the body. So um, I'm gonna stop just rambling and I'm gonna introduce Lindsay Eastburn who is just got the coolest stuff that she does in fertility. So First, thank you for being here. Thank you, Nikki, for having me. Yeah. It's a pleasure. Yeah, I'm so grateful. I've been looking forward to this because I love, I love what you do. I think it is so much fun. And so what we're going to talk about is hypnofertility. And it sounds kind of basic, and it's the farthest thing from basic that you can imagine. And she's going to give you so much insight and so much to just chew on and be excited about. So it's gonna be it's gonna be really good stuff. Um, but first, we always start the show with gratitude, because gratitude can change the world. Um, gratitude can lift us. It can help us to create what we're looking to create in life and in business. And of course, if we're grateful, it can help us create babies. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So um, I'm sort of throwing this on you. But what are you grateful for today? I am grateful that I made it here through that uh, snow. Yeah, <laughs> I know the snow is a little bit crazy this morning. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. But I'm really grateful to be here, and I'm grateful to have 
um, a chance to talk about the work I do and that I help, I'm able to help so many women and, and couples and people to have their babies. Yeah, it's really cool. You know, what, what we're dealing with right now is this amazing, well, it's not so amazing, horrible incidence of low fertility rates for so many reasons. And I think it's a lot more than we, than we can discuss here, but um, it's important to know that there are so many really great options out there, again, both conventional and unconventional, and sometimes you combine them both, right? right? Super important to, to know that you don't have to go just one direction. There are many ways to go and to build your team. Um, and so for me today, um, I'm also grateful for getting here in the snow. I, I woke up thinking, <laughs> that actually when I woke up, the sky was clear. It was about 5 a.m., the sky was clear. My husband's like, that's gonna be a beautiful day. It's gonna be a beautiful snowy day. <laughs> An hour later, it was snowing. Um, so, but I'm grateful for, um, I'm, gosh, I think I said this last week, but it's really true that I'm grateful for uh, the show and the ability to to meet and bring to you people who again are just are doing really amazing things that are outside of what we know even can be possible sometimes I think and so I'm grateful to have the voice I'm grateful to have KUHS um, I'm grateful that Thanksgiving's coming <laughs> because it gives a little time for reflection gives a little time a little downtime Actually, my plan was to kind of take a lot of next week off, but that's not happening now. <laughs> I just keep booking and keep booking, which is amazing and a blessing in and of itself. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it's good to know that we've got those extra couple of days just kind of mm -hmm. be with friends, be with family, enjoy each other, and just be so thankful for all that we have. Um, even when there's a little bit of craziness in the world, there's, a, there's so much to be grateful for. So... Let's, uh, let's just jump in, and um, I'd like for people to know first off, you know, the who you are, the why you are, what excites you, what motivates you, you know, all of the things, because you do really cool work. Yeah, I know, I do, I, I, I am so grateful, and I am just in awe of the work that I do every single day, and at my home office, I have you know, baby pictures all over my wall, so it's always Aww. behind me. And I, I'll walk into my office just absolutely still struck by amazement that I'm able to do this incredible, incredible work. Um, yeah, there's so many things, yeah, that I can talk about with this mm -hmm. and so many directions to go. Um, Hypnofertility itself, this is something I started years and years ago when women started to come into my office um, trying to get pregnant and unable to. And whether they might have been doing natural conception or doing some kind of medical you know, treatment, they were either having, they were having diagnoses of you know, unexplained infertility or they were un unable to get pregnant or they were told they weren't candidates for IVF. And they came in to see if hypnosis could help and it absolutely does. No one was doing mm -hmm. hypnosis at that time for fertility. It's not that it had never been used, but it wasn't a thing. Yeah. And so we had, um, you know, childbirth hypnosis, which I worked with. And then, you know, hypnosis is good for things like stress and anxiety. And, you know, these are things that people struggling to get pregnant are dealing with. And so that's how it well, kind of that, became. It's kind of that nasty spiral, right? So yeah. you, you are kind of frustrated because things aren't working and then right. then they don't work again and you get more frustrated and more fearful and they don't work again and more frustrated yeah. and more fearful and is it because it's not working because of the frustration and fearfulness and you keep going down right. so it's so much 
so much mindset which impacts the physical yeah. and the physical can impact the mindset. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And, and in hypnosis we call that compounding and it can work for you yeah. and it can work against you. So that when we're working on you know, positive thinking or we're working on gratitude, um, we are compounding the positive. Mm -hmm. And when something like that, that spiral, it is absolutely a spiral that occurs. And you're exactly right. You know, we think we're going to get pregnant. We're going to get pregnant in that first month or that first try, and then it doesn't happen. And it's like, well, okay. And work a little bit more, and then all of a sudden there's fear. Mm -hmm. And this isn't happening. And what am I going to do? And, of course, that's going to cause stress. It's going to cause mm -hmm. fight or flight. Mm -hmm. Fight or flight is not conducive. Right. to getting pregnant. In fact, the body, you know, is directing its energy to areas where we can survive mm -hmm. and away from. It's like, well, we don't need to be reproducing right now. We don't be, need to be eating and digesting right now. Mm -hmm. And and so that is not conducive to pregnancy. And then it, it spirals into um, beating, beating ourselves up. Yeah. You know, and a lot of women come to me and say, I feel like I'm broken. I should be able to do this. I don't know what's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And um, and sometimes the medical world doesn't know either. And then there's a diagnosis called unexplained infertility. Mm -hmm. And, and um, to people who get that, it's devastating mm -hmm. because they feel like, I don't know what it is. If I knew what it was, I could do something. Yeah. From a hypnotic standpoint, unexplained infertility, infertility is oh wow yes subconscious mind mm -hmm. subconscious blocks mm -hmm. so it's actually something that I find is a good thing to hear because they don't know something they can't find anything medical going on um, they're not sure what's happening yeah. it's like okay subconscious mind yeah yeah we, we just have we've just got work to do that the medical world doesn't know how to, to work on yeah exactly mm -hmm. and it complements the medical work mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, you know, hypnosis is amazing because it's not contraindicated to anything and it complements mm -hmm. anything anyone's doing and supports that mind-body-spirit balance. Mm -hmm. Cool. So you started, it, it was it almost, it was almost kind of an accident yeah. how this started. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so at this point you are teaching, you have a whole certification process, is that right? Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Cool. And so all around the world, yeah, you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. Mm -hmm. I have a global practice, and that's been going on for a long, long time. I was doing, um, you know, online sessions or, or phone sessions before it was a thing. And yeah. that really happened, you're right, it, it was almost an accident. I feel like mm -hmm. spirit brought this to mm -hmm. me. It kind of mm -hmm. dropped this in my lap and said, you know, what, do you want to do this? Mm -hmm. Say yes or no. And yeah. I was absolutely all about this. It's, mm -hmm. it's amazing work. It's so rewarding and exciting. And so, yeah, I did... Um, it did start to come together, and um, I started training people because mm -hmm. when this happened, I started looking. Well, what's going on? Is there uh, is there a, a training for this? Is there any information on this? No, there wasn't. There's some you know research studies from the 1940s. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and they did a little bit with it, and you know people would do a little bit with it because as a hypnotist, you should be able to work with whatever um, walks into your office. Mm -hmm. But then there was no specialty. And you know, we like to get trained, we like to have more information, we like to benefit mm -hmm. from someone else's experience. Mm -hmm. And so I was using you know, my skills in, in hypnosis, and I do have a background in the healing arts as well. And I was using this and using applications that were really helpful in other areas. 
and found I was getting these babies. These babies were showing up and, you know, it was where are these babies coming from? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, even, you know, medical clinics were taking patients back that they had said, you know, it wasn't going to work for, and things were shifting, things were changing, and so then the next thing I know, um, I'm creating a training and helping others with this. It just became my specialty. I didn't have time to do anything else, mm -hmm. and I always, always cared about babies and always cared about women being able to have mm -hmm. them, and so, you know, it was just such a joy to me. I, I absolutely wanted to pursue it, and the next thing I know, I had hypnofertility, started calling it hypnofertility. Mm -hmm. It was a thing, and I really wanted to get it out there as an option for people trying to get pregnant, men, women, couples, yeah, because it is a powerful option, and not everyone you know, knows about it. Hypnosis mm -hmm. is kind of mainstream. It's an art and a science, and at the same time, it can kind of be in the so-called woo-woo yeah, yeah, area. Sure. So I really mm -hmm. wanted to you know, get that out there so people knew they had another option. So one of the things that you said was um, people will go back to their medical doctors and then things started moving and changing. And, you know, and these were doctors or, or, or people who told these women they couldn't do it. Right. And so this is, this is what I think is really, really important. And if you don't get anything out of this whole show, which you'll get a ton of stuff, but if you don't get anything out of this whole show, is take what she just said and take it to heart because just because someone tells you something doesn't mean it's truth. Just because someone tells you you can't do some, something, you know, it makes me it makes me really crazy when we're told how long we have to live, when <laughs> we're told uh, that that we can't heal or that we can't reproduce or that we can't do whatever it might be, um, only because of science or data, which, you know, it obviously certainly has a place, but nobody, nobody has that control. And what they're doing in, in my mind is they're, they're taking your, your power away when they tell you what you can and can't do or how long you have to live. Right. You know, a lot of times it's based off experience and that's fine and I get that, but you know, there are a lot of people out there who are, who have outlived their length of time that they were given. Um, and a lot of babies running around when they were told that they weren't gonna right. have babies. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, in fact, for a while they were calling my babies anecdotal because we <laughs> can improve them. <laughs> but I'm like, but, but here they are. Uh -huh. yeah. And my clients prefer anecdotal babies to um, a research study that proves that they can possibly exist. Yeah, yeah, so cool, so cool. So um, a couple of things that you, I want, I want you to talk about Hold on, I want to make sure I get it. Pink starlights. Pink starlights. I, I just love this. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to talk about pink starlights. Okay, so part of the work that I do, and I was kind of working, well, I was working in hypnosis from that um, balance of an art and science, but there's also a spiritual aspect to it. And early on, women would come to me and they'd say, well, they told me I can't have a baby. And they literally told people, you know, go home, figure out, how to live your life childless, mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and look into adoption. Yeah. And they would say to me, I feel like there's a baby there. I feel like, you know, they told me I can't, mm -hmm. but I feel like I can. I feel like it's there. And I, mm -hmm. I was very um, tuned into that. And I really believe in intuition and the power mm -hmm. of the mind and that inner knowing and sort of what the heart is telling us, what the soul is saying. And I, and I basically said, I believe you. And we worked from there. 
And so um, the first book that I wrote kind of talked about how hypnosis was a benefit and could really help with infertility. I ended up writing a second one that talks more about uh, the spiritual aspect. Mm -hmm. And I was seeing that come into play more and more. So not only was it a, a sense of, yes, there's a baby there, and yes, when that happens, the baby shows up, mm -hmm. but also it was like that was um, evolving, that was expanding, and the babies wanted to be heard from more. Mm -hmm. And I tell my clients often, I'll say, um, you're creating your baby, but your babies create you. And, and there really is something to that, and mm -hmm. we're shifting in the world, we're becoming more open, more receptive to spirituality, and to energy. Mm -hmm. And there's definitely an energy, you know, around all of that. So these pink starlights showed up. Well, first of all, it was spirit babies in general. They didn't care what they were called. It didn't really matter much to them. They, you know, we, we've heard of different categories of, of, of types, if you will, of spirit babies. And then all of a sudden they did. They wanted me to start calling them pink starlights. They basically explained, if you will, that they were pink starlights and why. And they wanted me to uh, bring them out, like to help make people aware of them. Mm. So they they made me, if you will, write a third book called Waiting in the Wings, Introducing the Pink Starlights. Mm. And they have a special purpose in this world and they're bringing some incredible energy and light through. And they have a particular type um, Sometimes it's hard to, to use the right words, you know, for this kind of thing, mm -hmm. but their parents tend to go through a difficult fertility journey, and there's a reason for that, and part of the reason they have me working, you know, with them and with their parents is to understand that, and, and it brings through some hope and some awareness rather than just sort of, um, you know, fighting kind of in the dark. So if I'm understanding you, um, you know, and something that I say a lot and talk about a lot is everything that we do that's hard is a lesson and it teaches us and it builds us and it helps us to grow. And I, and it, is that kind of what you're saying is, you know, there usually there's, there's difficulty there, but there's a reason behind it because there's usually, there is. Yeah. yeah. And absolutely you're right. And different things is, mm -hmm. is the same type of mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. If someone had their baby easily, they would likely not look into the things that the pink starlights need and that we need to have in this world as we are um, overcoming and we're shifting and, and um, we're trying to get some more balance going on. We're, we're trying to bring in more kindness, more compassion, more, um, more balance. We're, we're bringing through, we're trying to, this um, balance of divine feminine and sacred masculine. And we've been really off kilter. We've been very much into this, um, you know, patriarchal bias, if you will. And, you know, I talk some about our energies, masculine and feminine, which is not to say girl and boy, mm -hmm. but to say the energies that we all have. Mm -hmm. And when we spin into the negative of either, you know, we come off balance and we end up with all sorts of issues. And we are spun right now into that um, negative aspect of, of um, masculine energy, which tends to be aggression. Um, can be war, uh, power mongering, uh, issues like that, um, oppression, mm -hmm. and we are abusing the earth. We are ravaging, you know, our earth mother, and this can't continue. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't. It just doesn't work. It just can't happen. And so that's part of the baby's um, 
plan and purpose of what they're trying to bring through. And, and they call themselves the pink starlights because pink is that color of unconditional love. So we're not talking blue is for boys, pink is for girls. It's nothing mm -hmm. like that right. at all. It's unconditional love. It's a high level of love. It's a vibrational energy that, that they're sending through and bringing through for us. And then starlight is, you know, brilliance. Mm -hmm. You know, it is so much light, it's so much brilliance, and it's coming through to help us, you know, kind of cut through the density of the energies in the world right now. Okay. So when someone comes to you, because I know that you work with people in sessions, mm -hmm. right? And so what does it look like when someone comes to you and works with you? So typically what happens is, you know, I'll get a brief, um, you know, an intake, sort of a brief uh, bit of insight to what's been going on for them. I don't need to know a lot. I just mm -hmm. kind of need to know where mm -hmm. they are. Oftentimes people that come to me are dealing with age, because as you know, um, it's out there, you know, a certain age, you know, 35 years old is considered high risk. And it's more stress. Yeah, yes, exactly. can you believe though that they go <laughs> women at 35 geriatric? Yeah. It's just, I mean, talk about just defeating. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> defeating, that's, a, that's the perfect word. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so some of what I'm working with is to help clear, um, because these, these types of things can cause um, blocks, emotional blocks, mm -hmm. you know, subconscious blocks. And so I need to sort of know where we're going, what are you doing, are you, you know, what have you done? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they've done nine, you know, rounds of IVF and, and have had no success mm -hmm. at all. Sometimes. So then there's the stress of the financial right. oh, yeah. piece of it. So, sorry to interrupt, no, no, like, there's no, just so much there. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, and I talk about that too. It's like emotionally devastating. It's, you know, physically devastating. Mm -hmm. It's quite invasive. And it is, you know, mentally, and then it is financially devastating. In some cases, a lot of money mm -hmm. goes into that. And we are seeing more coverage with um, insurance. Yeah. But there's there's still rules and regulations. And also, I work on a global level, and it's just different. It's different from, you know, one country to a, to another. It's different from one state hmm. to another. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Do you have, uh, so it was a totally random question, because mm -hmm. when you said it's different from country to country, state to state, and right. you work with different people in different countries, do you find that there is more struggle, I don't want to say infertility, yeah, is yeah. that there's more struggle in certain locations? You know, that's that's a really interesting question. That must have been one that spirit just whispered into your ear. That's <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm going to put that. Um, because I do see a lot going on with um, Germany and with Japan. Okay. In fact, um, I've got a, um, a colleague partner that she's she's translating everything or has translated so much of it into Japanese and is working um, there. And so, of course, in the U.S., there's a lot mm -hmm. going on. Um, but it's interesting. I have clients uh, from everywhere, but. Germany just keeps coming really and I've just trained some people all of a sudden people coming into my trainings are like yep yeah, from Germany uh, and one of my graduate students literally was living in Australia and bringing this through to work there and ended up in Germany all of a sudden and yeah. and it was supposed to be this you know little short um, you know little trip and all of a sudden she's there for you know like a year oh and she is German originally so she mm -hmm. speaks mm -hmm. uh, German 
But it was so funny because she was in Australia with, um, you know, land and meditative space and, and working in that area, and all of a sudden she was picked up and dropped into Germany. Huh. Isn't that interesting? Isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I've, mm -hmm. I know Julian in um, Germany as well, and, and she writes a lot of articles and does a lot of interviews. And so it's, it's really like there's this big presence. So first off, the client's coming, and then this presence mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. those that can work with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amazing. And so one of the things that I love that you just said is an OBGYN mm -hmm. who is one of your students. Yeah. And so this is the, the beautiful thing about the conventional and the non-conventional coming together for the benefit of the patient slash client um, because the the I have run in so many times both personally as well as through clients with such a close-minded attitude toward toward that that is not conventional toward that is that is not what is taught in school Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's 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 constant. I have a client right now, not a fertility client, but a client right now who is you know kind of this similar situation where they mm -hmm. told her you can't do this, and the one thing that she they said that she shouldn't do, she did, mm -hmm. and she feels amazing. Right. And you know they're telling her now with what we're dealing with her situation with, which is fairly severe, fairly chronic, um, that there's nothing that you can do, and you have to be on, on infusions your entire life. I mean, right. and like. Again, it's the it's the you know let's let's not keep these blinders on. I always think of them right, blinders. Right, I think right, of these yeah. amazing horses who you know I'm a horse lover, but you know they're like this. I'm like it's my, it breaks my heart. I'm like and I know the reason behind right. it, but you know let's let's take those off and and know that there's more to uh, this world than we understand. You know uh, there's oh, yeah. so much more out there that we I mean the things that we know now that we didn't know. 10 years ago, 50 years ago, 500 years ago, right. and what oh, is right. to come, you know, what it, what more is there to learn, especially when it comes to the the energy, um, you know, and I'm, for those who think energy is woo-woo, I'm, I'm a Christian, <laughs> and we are all based on energy, um, mm -hmm. it, we are energetic beings, this is how we're created, and so energy is not woo-woo, energy is right. how it is, right. it's yeah, where we exactly. are. And so, um, anyway, I just want to put that out there because I know that there are people like, oh, energy, no, it's just, right, right. It's just out there and it's crazy. Well, this is who we are. <laughs> well, yeah, it's <laughs> true. Run. And, and even, mm -hmm. you know, people kind of do put that into maybe the woo-woo category sometimes, but at the same time talk about, you know, I'm so exhausted, my energy is so low, or I'm so excited, mm -hmm. my energy is mm -hmm. high, I feel really good. And yes, we... You know that is energy, and you know you run into what they call the energy vampires. Yes, and they suck yep. your energy, and you yep. feel it. Mm -hmm. And I tell people, I say, you know that person. As soon as you see their number come up on your phone, or you know you see them in the store, and you might duck behind an yep. aisle because yep. you know as soon as you talk to them, they just deplete you, and yep. that's it. That's energy. It's true. And when you're in a situation where you are working so hard to get healthy, get pregnant. Uh, you know, whatever it is that you're working through at the time, even if it's just to optimize, you know, I have, I know that I've let go of relationships because I, you know, there are things that I don't want to, I don't want to be sucked into my energy. Right. I don't want to be drained. I, all I, w the things that I care about are going to be to lift me and to lift those around me. And when you're struggling with, already struggling with something going on, you know, physically or mentally and emotionally, um, 
find, surround yourself with the people who are only going to lift you and help you and guide you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And from a Christian standpoint, you know, you can really relate to that when you're in church or reading the Bible or finding an inspiring scripture, mm -hmm. which actually will weave into clients' um, sessions mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. if, um, if that's something that appeals to them. Yeah. And you can feel that, and you might feel before you went in or, you know, during your week, all this stuff is going on, and, it's, and it is depleting, mm -hmm. and it is frustrating, mm -hmm. and it is, you know, just sort of kick um, into faith. And I do a lot of, I find with clients there's a lot of, um, you know, spiritual issues that happen yeah. because they feel so beat up mm -hmm. and all of mm -hmm. that kind of thing. So, you know, you can see how it all overlays. Yeah, yeah. And it, I think I said this a little while ago. I don't know if I was thinking or thinking it or if I said it, but the, the physical effects, the, I said it, the physical effects, the mental and right. emotional, and then vice versa. Right. And so addressing them both. And the, one of the hardest things, you know, I know that with, so I, I just now went three different directions. <laughs> so I'll try to finish what I was going to say. One of the hardest things is, um, is, is taking that time to be still and to sit and to pray and to meditate, mm -hmm. whatever it is that you do, but it changes your biochemistry. And when you're going through that spiral, you have to find that practice. Even if you're not going through the, the spiral, you've right. got to find that practice so you can keep yourself in this, you know, in oh, yeah. this good place. The thing that came to me though was from your website when you said that hypnosis and or hypnofertility can't come just by sitting still or just by being quiet. Right. It has to be, it's a, I wrote it down and I'm not sure <laughs> I can't even see it, but um, it's a, it's, you have to be put, you have to be guided essentially yeah. is what I would assume that's yeah. what you do is you mm -hmm. guide people into that place of hypnosis, which is, will you describe hypnosis for sure. those who maybe you're curious and don't know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And hypnosis is a participatory process, so it's not something mm -hmm. that's done to you. But at the same time, um, it takes a skilled hypnotherapist to help, you know, guide you in the directions that you need to go and has the skills to um, access the subconscious mind, to um, help clear blocks if that's necessary. Um, hypnosis, I, I call it the antithesis of stress. And we know how to help bypass or get you out of fight or flight rapidly. And, you know, you can almost call it the antidote to fight or flight, which mm -hmm. is rest and digest or feed and breathe, which is the parasympathetic nervous I system. I love that. Feed and breathe. Feed and breathe. <laughs> I have not I heard that. that <laughs> yeah. We don't know that one. And mm -hmm. isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because everybody knows fight or flight. Uh -huh. And nobody mm -hmm. knows feed or breathe. Mm -hmm. Feed and, yeah. And uh, rest and digest. So it's the rest and digest that I know. Um, but the, the feed and breathe, mm -hmm. I mean, it just makes so much sense. And chances mm -hmm. are you know rest and digest mm -hmm. because that's what you do. Mm -hmm. But the average, you know, people sort of in the everyday world, they'll say, oh, yeah, fight or flight. I know that one. Rest and digest. Yeah. And meanwhile, we're supposed to be in rest and digest most of the time. Mm -hmm. And fight or flight is supposed to be like an emergency service, right. you know, to yep. get that energy. Yeah. Yeah, I want to, I kind of want to expand on that just a little bit because sometimes I feel like, I, I, I think, though, if we sort of understand a little bit of the biochemistry behind it, mm -hmm. you kind of go, oh, that makes perfect sense. And so, in understanding the rest and digest, the feed and breed versus the fight or flight, you literally have your nervous system, all of the blood, everything, not all of it, but most of it, for, for the feed and breed and for the rest and digest, it's at the core. 
it's in this place where it's doing its job. It's not at you know the you know your hands and your feet, all of your extremities. It is here and allows you. This is when you're calm, and this is when you're collected. This is why they say you know mindful eating is so important because you in praying and meditation because you can sit, you can absorb, you can break down your nutrients, you can uh, absorb your nutrients, you can take in information. If you're, if you're meditating and listening to God, you can you know, be open to it. It's all of these amazing things that is this place, of, you know, the, the parasympathetic nervous system where you are able to focus, essentially, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. everything does its job. When you're in the sympathetic or the rest and digest, what happens is everything goes to the extremities. It's because it's it's got to do it's got to work right, right? right. your hands yeah. your arms your legs you've got to run or you've got to do whatever the case may be yeah, exactly and so all of the core blood and all of that stuff where you know, all of these 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 functions are kind of start they shut down a bit right. because you need it all out here the muscles have to work and contract mm -hmm. and all of the fun things and so what ends up happening to us is we we're constantly in fight or flight. We're constantly in the sympathetic. We're constantly stressed and frazzled and, and frustrated and fearful and upset and working too much and all of these things that are in our world at this point, on top of that then trying to have babies and heal and all of the things. And it just it, it oh, yeah. is is hard. It's just too hard. And so that's why we talk about hypnotherapy, resting. Uh, you know, praying, enjoying your food that brings it all back. Right, and and you're right too with, you know, prayer, meditation, uh, mindfulness, mm -hmm. you know, all of that mm -hmm. is going to, hypnosis has that same kind of effect. The difference really is that we can help to access that state and then work there. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times with meditation, you know, people think, well, I have to keep my mind still. Now, there's various types of meditation, and yeah. it's not necessarily seated meditation where you have to kind of notice the thoughts and then, you know, let them go. Mm -hmm. um, in hypnosis, the mind can chatter. You know, you can you can think about dinner. You can think about where you're going on vacation. You know, um, the corporate um, merge that's happening tomorrow. Mm -hmm. All those kinds of things. You can sit there and wonder, am I being hypnotized? Is this really working? And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because that's the conscious happens. mind and we're working with the subconscious mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and that's what the subconscious is, is bigger if you will, than the conscious mind, and it always wins. If the two are in conflict, it will always win. So you can try to, you know, talk to your subconscious mind and convince it that I want a baby or I want to eat healthy or whatever that is, but if the subconscious mind has come up with, you know, somehow this idea that that's not what you want mm -hmm. or that that's not good for you or who knows, it's not mm -hmm. logical, so whatever the reason might be, it's not going to change. Mm -hmm. Isn't that interesting? It, there's so much behind that because you know we we talk about needing you know wanting to to change habits you know that's part mm -hmm. of gosh what I do every day is talk right. to clients about yeah. you know changing their food habits and and so many of them it doesn't matter what it is they're like I can't do it for one that's you know a problem right there saying well you can right. do it right. <laughs> right. right so but it's it's the it it is so much of the mindset but it's there's it goes so much deeper yeah and it's you know, how do you get in tune with that? How do you break into that? And I, you know, for many of us, I, you know, I was just thinking for myself, man, there are things that I need to do. I don't want to get pregnant, but I want to come to you just for hypnosis. <laughs> right, right, right. My husband calls hypnosis a mind massage. <laughs> oh, that is so good. 
<laughs> Very cool. And so um, I feel like we didn't dig into what sessions look like with you because we sort of got a little sidetracked. So what did we? Right, right. <laughs> no, we started, sort of started and then fight or flight came up. And, yeah. and, and that's the way it goes. That's the way it goes yeah. with these. And I kind of figure whatever needs to come out comes mm -hmm. out, right? So I yep. sort of started talking about a brief intake. Yeah. And just kind of finding out where, you know, where you are, where the client is. Mm -hmm. And um, I work exclusively online now. I did have an office in Westminster. You know, pandemic happened, and I was already working more than 50% online anyway. So I basically, you know, I just do, it's nothing, it's nothing um, like what you might see on TV. And mostly what I'm doing is talking to the subconscious mind, communicating and helping mm -hmm. to what we call bypass the critical faculty, which is that part of the mind that is always thinking and that is already attached to, you know, this can't happen for me, I can't do this. Right, right, right. And um, so I guide people into hypnosis and most of the time it is um, me doing the talking, mm -hmm. but sometimes it's an interactive process. And um, I know how to help them to access deep levels of hypnosis, which it's funny because people who are struggling with infertility are often told to just relax. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, why didn't I Good, think of just that? Just relax. Right? So how easy is that? Exactly. <laughs> it's like telling an insomniac to just go to sleep. Right, right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Why not? Right? Why not? <laughs> and so oftentimes they, they can't relax or they feel like they can't relax and hypnosis can help them to do that without them having to try mm -hmm. to do that. You mm -hmm. don't have to be relaxed to be hypnotized. Um, but it, it's kind of almost like a side effect. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so I work with different things helping, you know, to balance the parasympathetic sympathetic nervous mm -hmm. system mm -hmm. stuff that's going on mm -hmm. um, helping to release any types of blocks that they can you know during hypnosis you can listen to every word I say and you can ignore me completely it doesn't mm -hmm. matter because mm -hmm. hypnosis works with the subconscious mm -hmm. mind mm -hmm. and the subconscious mind it, its language is um, emotion it is imagination it is symbolism mm -hmm. right it's metaphor mm -hmm. and you know, so talking to somebody, if talking to somebody and telling them what should work or what will work or what to do did work, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't be mm -hmm. struggling. Mm -hmm. And so hypnosis helps to communicate with the subconscious and basically bypassing that conscious mind. Now, you know what's going on. You can yeah. hear everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, um, it's just that the conscious mind kind of thinks it's us, but it's not so much. Mm -hmm. And it's more of that mm -hmm. ego and it's more of that you know, I, I know what to do and I want to do it this way and um, the subconscious mind, that's where things need to happen. It's so interesting. I'm thinking about, you know, we have this, this concept that, that is kind of becoming bigger and bigger and it's this concept of, you know, manifesting, right? Right, right, yeah. And so, um, you know, I think, you know, it, it can be a little bit of a slippery slope, but, yeah. you know, I think so much of that is the the visualization and it's the it's it's that help me with this because I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sure I'm going to say this really correctly but that the, the subconscious mind doesn't really know what's real or what's not exactly. real right yep, so right. if you visualize it if you say it's so the subconscious mind goes cool all right let's go <laughs> right kind of right sort yeah. of yeah mm -hmm. I mean the subconscious mind does um, that's why it's so, so important to use imagery or to but you don't have to be visual either um, so there's a lot of <laughs> hypnosis it's one thing and then there's a lot of exceptions um, but emotion impacts the subconscious mind so if I'm sitting there doing affirmations every day that are like 
Yeah, and if they're trim and healthy, my fertility is amazing, anything like that. Mm -hmm. it, the, the subconscious mind doesn't get that. Yeah. But if I put some energy behind it, you know, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm healthy and well. My baby's coming at just the right time and in just the right way. And you don't have to even say it out loud. But mm -hmm. in your mind, that impacts the subconscious. That makes mm -hmm. it kind of perk up and say, okay, negative energies, positive energies, emotions impact the subconscious mind. That's mm -hmm. why we can remember mean things or horrible things that happen to us. Yeah. And yep. we can remember, like easily remember. And, and somebody throws us a surprise birthday or does something really nice for us or the birth of a child or, or wedding day or, or things like that, those are right there mm -hmm. too because they're imprinted emotionally. Mm -hmm. Then we have triggers. So for example, you know, the partner breaks up at you, uh, with you at prom and a certain song is played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I literally yeah. saw this on uh, Beverly Hills 90210 many, 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 many years ago. And it was Back that, in the good old days. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was funny because literally, um, I don't know if anybody even knows who the characters are anymore, but literally, uh, Brenda says, oh, that song by R.E.M. was playing when, when Dylan and I broke up in the car. And I'm like, yes, that, that's it right there. She will never forget that. That I song will always yep, bring yep, that forth. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And so those are triggers, and we might smell yeah. a certain perfume or, yeah. or a certain type of cookie, mm -hmm. and it reminds us of grandma, or, and mm -hmm. it can remind us of positive things, but also negative things. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And and can bring us, if it reminds us of negative thing, things, then it can bring us to the negative, right? Yes. So we want right. to work to staying in the positive. I know for me personally, um, you know, I, I, my sweet mom, oh my goodness, Today's been a year that she's been gone. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow, I'm sorry. That just sort of, I was like, wow. holy smokes, my goodness. Anyway, um, yeah, she's she is doing what she has always been meant to do. She's out there right. flying high and doing all right. the good things. She was an amazing lady. So anyway, um, wow, that just totally took my thought away. Okay, my sweet mom was very much a negative self-talk, self-doubter personality mm -hmm. her entire life. And so um, I don't know when I started noticing this, maybe as I started you know, surrounding myself with people who, who were talking about negative self-talk is not good. Let's get it out of that. Let's bring the energy up. Let's talk good things because we, you are, a, you know, everything about us, we are, we are created by God, right? Yeah. We are... Mm -hmm as we are supposed to be. And so it's been a process for myself personally to get out of that, I'm stupid, I can't believe I did that, you know, what were you thinking right, kind of right. stuff. And a lot of us do that, so many of us do that. And I'm finally getting to the point to where if I say it, I'm like, no, you're not stupid, and move on. You know, right. everything's great, just move on. <laughs> and so right, right. I think it's so important. I just say, you know, I, I put my own story out there because I feel like, I feel like it's relatable, and I think it's important to, to, to be aware of that and aware of the things that we say to ourselves because it does go into our subconscious. And oh, yeah, absolutely. It's so hard and harsh. Oh, it definitely is. Mm -hmm. And there's a really cool technique that is actually a cognitive behavioral therapy technique that mm -hmm. you can do mm -hmm. when you catch yourself um, saying something like that, and we call it the cancel technique. But you basically can think in your mind, or you can literally do it, you know, cancel, cancel, and cancel out that thought. Oh. And you do that with emotion, you know. Yeah. Cancel, cancel. I am 
whatever it is. Oh, I right? love that. I like my, my mantra is my baby's coming to me in just the right time, in just the right way. Uh -huh. So that's a good one. Um, uh -huh. Every day in every way, I am better and better is a good mm -hmm. one. That, and that's actually something that was developed, you know, a hundred, a couple hundred years ago as a really powerful hypnotic suggestion. But it can be whatever your your affirmation is, whatever your mm -hmm. mantra is, mm -hmm. whatever you want to have, or, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, whatever you want to say, if I'm, I'm stupid, oh no, cancel, cancel. You know, I'm open and receptive, I'm open-minded, I'm intelligent, whatever it is. And, and having some energy behind that. Mm -hmm. And then the second part of that, or something that actually came to mind when you were talking, is toxic positivity. Mm. And this is something I, I've talked about a lot lately because with the manifesting and with the self-help and with all of that, mm -hmm. I've seen clients come to me that, you know, will say, I had a negative thought, I ruined the entire IVF cycle. Oh, no. And because they get the idea, I've got to think positive all the time. Mm -hmm. We don't think positively yeah. all the time. Yeah. We have a yeah. negativity bias in the brain, mm -hmm. which keeps us alive, right? Which yes. is protective. Yeah. And it may not be kind of up to speed as far as how we've evolved, but there is something to that. And so I see a lot of people being blamed mm -hmm. for, well, you created your cancer. You created your infertility mm -hmm. because you were thinking negatively mm -hmm. too much. Negativity doesn't help you, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, it's part of our, you know, so-called reality. Yeah. And what I like to prevent happening or, or, or help um, bring to the attention of clients or people I'm working with is you don't have to be positive all the time. Mm -hmm. But if we can be aware and mm -hmm. catch ourselves, mm -hmm. which one, we have 60,000 thoughts a day and we certainly don't pay attention to all of them. And so many of them are repetitive. Yeah. And so many of them are negative. But if we can have an awareness and catch that, and then, you know, oh, I'm, you know, oh, this IVF is never going to work. Cancel, cancel, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. replacing that with, um, you know, my baby's coming to me in just the right time in just the right way, or I'm really pleased with my, you know, team of practitioners or whatever mm -hmm. that might be. Mm -hmm. And so then, because with that, you know, that toxic positivity, that spirals, people beat themselves up. Yep. I had a negative thought, mm -hmm. I've ruined everything. Mm -hmm. And so part of you know the hypnosis, you know, this beats up self-confidence. So part of the hypnosis is to help, you know, support confidence again yeah. and empowerment. That's so interesting. And I can imagine, you know, you know, when we, we, we all have these, you know, self-help, you know, we're in a world now of self-help, I right. feel like. Right. And it can go too far is kind of what you're saying, yeah. right? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, there's that pendulum that swings mm -hmm. and, it, and it applies to the, um, you know, the masculine feminine energies mm -hmm. and it applies, uh, applies to positivity and negativity. Mm -hmm. I mean, nobody's striving to be negative, right? Right, right. But, at, you know, at the same time, there is that, you know, so-called reality. I always have to say reality in air quotes. I just can't do it any other way. <laughs> I just, I just yeah, can't. Yeah. But we also have to be careful of and it's, it's a fine line, you know, that magical mm -hmm. thinking where mm -hmm. I've seen people, you know, doing demonstrations and I'm going to take your cancer away from you right now. Or I'm going to, you know, you've been in a wheelchair, I'm going to help you to walk. And I mean, I'm not even talking about, you know, some of that, um, you know, stuff we see in, um, um, you know, in churches and so forth. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about mm -hmm. people doing a demonstration about anything, Reiki, nutrition, yep. hypnosis, yep. whatnot. Yep. And you know, we need to just change the way you're thinking. Definitely when we change the way we look at things, mm -hmm. things that we look at change, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but it's not 
black and white, and I think that's yep. the issue in this yep. world right now is yep. we think everything is black and white and it's not. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, I can't believe we're out of time because I have a. I actually have. We might have you on sooner rather than later again because I have some <laughs> other questions for you. <laughs> um, but we do wrap, have to wrap up a little bit early. We have um, another guest, no, uh, another show host who comes on who's amazing, so stay tuned. Um, but I want to make sure that people know where to find you, how to find you. There's so many people out there who, who need what you have. Yeah, absolutely. Website's probably easiest, hypnofertility.com. And then Instagram, Lindsay Eastburn. Mm -hmm. And um, Facebook, I do have hypnofertility. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank you. Well, we will definitely have you on again. And, sorry, I keep stepping on you. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, <laughs> it's not even me. <laughs> so, of course, uh, Taste Life Nutrition. This is Taste Life Nutrition Radio, uh, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com. Uh, we are also the Taste Life Nutrition podcast. So you can always find us on Facebook. You can find Lindsay with me always on Facebook, on YouTube. We're working on Rumble, so we're hoping that, and that way we've got some of the newer shows on Rumble now. Um, we are, one of, one of the things that I, that I don't know that I've said a lot about is in Soulful Conception, my preconception planning uh, and care program for the visionary is kind of what I'm coming up with, yeah. is for the visionary. Um, anyway, this is a program that is really geared toward those who want to take the time to 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 be as healthy as possible knowing that it will impact the future um, but it doesn't mean that it is eliminating those who are struggling because it absolutely is not because that's a very important piece as well part of this program is to have experts who are involved in areas where I'm not the expert this includes Lindsay um, she is is going to be really an amazing piece of this program and I'm super excited about it. We're still working on scheduling and working through the details and that kind of thing. Um, but this is a this is going to be in my mind it is going to be a big uh, a game changer. I'm going to I'm just putting it out there in my world it's going to be a game changer for for our health now, for our kids health and for our future. So um, having people on like Lindsay is is amazing and we plan to give just so much information, so much guidance to be able to create healthy babies and a healthy future. So, Absolutely. Yeah. That's great. So exciting. I know. I'm so excited. It's coming. It's coming. It is. Um, <laughs> it is. Absolutely. At this point, I think I'm hoping first quarter uh, is when we, we get started, first quarter 2023. So uh, we're starting to, to really get it out there. It's that right time, right way. My project, my yeah. baby is your baby. Yeah. It's yeah. coming to me in just the right yeah. time and just the right way. Love that. It really my baby. Oh, that just gave me. your baby. Aw. Yeah. My baby's coming in just the right time and just the right just way. way. <laughs> Look at it. So go to tastelifenutrition.com. Um, also go to hypnofertility.com. But you, uh, you can find on my website an assessment that you can fill out. I reach out to you personally. We'll chat about it, figure out what we can do to uh, give some help, give some guidance, what, where we need to go from there. You can find Taste Life Nutrition on all of the uh, social media platforms, and you will see more and more Soulful Conception coming up. And uh, it's good stuff. So thanks for being here. We're taking next week off. There will be a rerun. I'm not sure which one it will be. But have an amazing and beautiful and, and enjoyable, grateful Thanksgiving. So much to be grateful for. Um, 
even the tiny things, be grateful. So thank you for joining us. We'll see you in two weeks. Thank Bye, you. everybody. Bye. Thanks for thank joining you. me. I'm thank sorry.